Welcome to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. Welcome back. Another episode of Jazz Beats. Hello, hello. I am Jackson Stevenette. This is Tyson Curtis. Hey, everybody. And we're here today to talk jazz, right? How good was our last episode? So good. Did How ever- about... Uh, you had to love Bowler Jack, Craig Bowler Jack. Everybody, that was that was incredible. He was so fun, I, so easy. I, 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 people were like, "How? What was that like?" And I said, "Just a, he's just like a true gentleman. Like that's how I would describe him. He's just like the most genuine of of guy a guy could be." So I went into like a a Craig Bowler Jack deep dive. Oh no, you went bef- down the before <laughs> before he came on, and and every article I found about him um, was unanimously. He is the nicest guy in the world, and we can confirm that. He's just a stud. Right. People will look up our reviews. Okay, favorite favorite part of the the last episode? Favorite part of the Bowler Jack interview? That's a good question. Um, by the way, you didn't really give me any heads up on no, this. Um, no. We stick to a very strict <laughs> script, Jackson. As you can tell. <laughs> um, I would say him recalling the last game for Kobe Bryant. That was awesome. Yeah, that was nice. It, he... He can his impersonations were great too. Incredible. Impersonated Jack. <laughs> if you didn't listen to that episode, pause this one, go back, listen to the Craig Bowler Jack interview. It was outstanding. Absolutely. Uh, Just an incredible so much information. Yeah. Like you said during, it's like his head is just like packed full of these memories and knowledge and and he just recalls it like that. It's crazy. It's it was crazy. Awesome. But one of my it's one of my favorite episodes. So glad to have him. We got more guests coming up. We do. Like we're the we're the we're a big deal. Next week is a busy week. Um, we will be talking to another another interviewee. Are we disclosing that? Information? I think we should. I think it's, <laughs> right. it's official. It. Um, we're gonna have Tony Jones on the on the show. If you don't know Tony, he's a writer for the Athletic, a, a kind of a website all about sports, and he writes for the Jazz. He does a lot of coverage for Utah sports in general. Um, great right. guy. Yeah, I mean, he's his Twitter following is unheard of. He's fun on Twitter. Absolutely. So if you don't know who he is, look him up, and then once you find out how awesome he is, you're going to want to listen to the episode that where he's with us. He's kind of, um, at least on Twitter, um, I've, I've talked to him a, a few times. We've talked to him about being on the show and whatnot, but his Twitter, he kind of lets people have it. If people are wrong, they will know they're wrong by the time Tony's done with them. He's savage. Yeah. That's what he is. He's, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that. That will be next week. We have another special episode coming next week. Yeah, we got to talk about that too. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Are we? Are we? I is, told you it's a busy it a week. Surpri- it's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> are, are we telling them? We should tell Go them ahead. at the end. Go ahead. I think we should make them wait. Okay. Okay. Let's make make them, them wait. wait. We have two episodes coming soon that will be Dope. a lot of fun. A lot of fun. One is the Tony Jones interview. So and 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 thank you, Craig, if you're listening. That was that was amazing. Speaking of of jazz administration and management, obviously you've probably all heard the news of the resolve of the investigation involving Mr. Dennis Lindsay. Yeah, um, he's not a racist. No, it, it's been proven. <laughs> it just goes to show. I love our organization. They they are class act stand up people, including Absolutely. our owner, our GM, and Dennis Lindsay. Um, so he got called out by an ex-player saying he had some racist remarks on his exit interview right. in 2015. Right, right. A few years ago. 
I don't even remember what I got for Christmas last year, let alone what someone said to me. 2015. <laughs> 15, jeez. So, um, they got the NBA involved, and they did an investigation, um, interviewed all these people to see what was going on, found the notes from that interview. Incredible, right? And, yeah, all is well. I, th- I think Utah Jazz Administration must take a note from the Utah LDS Church in, like, documenting everything. Like, they are just... An, admit, an organization of records, yeah. right? Like, and so some at somewhere along the line, that's been like seeped in and passed on, and and the full transparency that comes with that is invaluable. And in this situation, it paid off. I'm not gonna lie, this is I, I've thought about this as far as this this podcast goes, Uh-oh. and a lot of that is is why I like doing this. It's fun to have this record. Of what we've done the past couple of years. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. For this cool, podcast. Right. So that's that's part of why I'm doing this, which is Absolutely. it's cool. We're so. gonna be in history forever. I mean right. they can listen to this podcast. <laughs> and where can they years. find us, Tyson? <laughs> uh, uh, is this a sponsorship that I don't know about? <laughs> I guess if they can are hearing this, they already know where to find yeah, us. Okay. Yeah, just replay. Um so anyway, well, we're happy to hear that and no surprises there. I think we all know that we any bad Blood in the jazz organization is cut pretty early, I would yeah. say. And it didn't take long for, for either the jazz organization or I don't know if it was Lindsay himself to come out and just say, look us up. Let's go. Like, yeah. like come investigate. We're Absolutely. good. We're going to cooperate 100%. Yep. Let's, let's figure this out. It'll be over with quick. So Absolutely. Good to hear. Absolutely. Let's talk jazz. Hooey. What come are up. your thoughts on the second half, the start of the second half of the season since All-Star? You know what? We, were, we lost three of our last four going into the All-Star break. Um, right, right. Still, and then we still ended in first. Right. Still in first today. We come back playing a Houston team who had eight players on the team dressed because of injuries or, or COVID protocols. I don't even know, but they had no starters on the floor. They're, they're normal starters. They were playing eight new guys. Like it was, it was weird. And we didn't play great. No, not, not, not great. You see a team like that and it's like, it could go one of two ways. Um, uh, we either just, throttle them because we know we're a much better team and we prove it or we play like we did and struggle for the first three quarters right or we are a fourth quarter third and fourth quarter are our strong points historically to date uh but the houston hold on hold on hold on there hasn't been a lot of talk about players in covid restrictions missing games right like has that died down a little bit or is it just utah that we've just are healthy I haven't really heard about a lot of other teams. You know, when we had that game postponed against, I think it was Washington early on in the season, that's all kind of sizzled out. I think for the most part. I know Simmons and Embiid couldn't participate in the All-Star game because of this, um, but I think it was while they were traveling to the All-Star game or something. It was last minute. Um, right. So it, it has kind of fizzled out. I think the NBA is doing a great job of of – not only playing games and getting these games under under us, but um, also being precautious enough to eliminate threats of this, you know, Early so on. we can keep playing. Early on, which yeah. has been fantastic. It's right. been so good for people. Uh, unfortunate for the Rockets, they just suck at keeping <laughs> taking care of themselves. <laughs> um, some of our struggles. In the Rockets or it, overall? Just in general. Okay. Bogdanovich has, has been pretty yeah. terrible, if I'm going to say it. He's he's been ragged on too. Yeah, by some fans. Um, so I don't know what his deal is. I think he needs to to just come out of his shell a little bit. He looks like he's thinking too hard. He looks timid. He looks 
unaggressive when that's not right. what we need out of him. One thing I do like about him, and Quinn put this, and we'll get to the war, uh, not the Warrior game, but the uh, Celtics game soon. But obviously, he's a good corner sh- shooter on the three, but he he likes the post. I actually think that he enjoys the post. And when he has the matchup opportunity, I think Quinn has to take advantage of that because it gives him some confidence and it lets him know he's not always being frustration, not dealing with the frustration all the time. He's getting buckets, manhandling his guy, but that's only if they're calling the fouls. A lot of times I feel like he's fouled every time in the post and he never complains. I, I, I don't, he just gets up off the ground and runs down for defense, but he's a great post player. He, he does really well when he has a good matchup. It's almost like when he is struggling, Either him or Quinn needs to recognize that a little sooner right, right. and say, no, get something a little easier. Go at a smaller guy in the post. Right. See what you can come up with rather than um, letting him shoot and cast threes and, right. and, and struggle more. <laughs> I agree with that because it will give him a confidence. and that's just a, that's just a key thing that they need to be able to identify, like you say, and make that adjustment. Do a quick pick and roll and swap on the screen and give him somebody he can manhandle. Yeah. It so, was good. Um Against the the Celtics game, we'll get to in a minute, but I feel like Quinn did pull him out of the game a little earlier than normal because he was struggling and maybe fueled a fire a little bit because he came back right. and hit a couple shots and right. kind of got rolling in the second half. But, um, yeah, we we got to have him. If we're going to go deep in the playoffs, absolutely nobody, especially a starter and a guy who's averaging 16 for us, can't struggle right? because we won't make it very far. I agree. Uh, we got to be patient with him, though, so – no. We don't want to chase him off. I want him now. I want to be good now. <laughs> uh, one thing I noticed in the Warrior game, uh, when when we are a close game and we're getting down to the last few minutes and Mitchell brings the ball up, okay, I'm just going to – I need to – I need to Take a moment. I need to vent, okay? <laughs> okay. Donovan doesn't need he, – he gets up the court and then he just slows Shiitake down. Like, dude, run the ball. Run the freaking ball, get down there, and set up the play. He dilly dags, and we, I mean, three possessions. There's four or five seconds, just giving up on him slowing down when he brings the ball up and getting into position. And when 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 you're down by eight and there's one minute to go, you can't afford that shiitake. You got to freaking take it and and run the play. I, I just get frustrated with that situation where I feel like he doesn't want to get aggressive quick enough. So if at, you at the end of the game, if you follow Tony, um, he actually responded to somebody mentioned the same thing. So oh really? Wh- I'm going to ask him next week. Okay. And say, hey, wh- why why do they do this? Right. Okay. Because it's I'm I'm totally with you. We play for three quarters and we get this high tempo, move the ball movement around, set make eight passes, then set a screen and get get something wide open. We do that for three quarters and then all of a sudden, crunch time, we quit. And we do something completely unorthodox to us, right? And try to make that work. I don't get it either. Okay. And I've asked the same thing, so it's frustrating. I don't have an answer for you. Super frustrating. So we need we need to dial that in. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that was my frustration at the end of the Warriors game. At what point did you know we weren't going to win that? Um, I, I I don't know. It didn't look good the entire game. Right. We were uh, down by eight to ten points. What well, it did tell me is is. Steph Curry is is something else, and he's back. He's having as good a season as he did, close to when he was an MVP. Right, he's killing it. Well, we gave him that game as a birthday present, right? Because it was, was it his birthday, thirty third birthday, which is so weird. I still remember him in in at Davidson during March Madness, as just, just going off, 
Just a little in guy. college, this little skinny dweeb. Right. <laughs> well, 33? Well, happy birthday, Steph. Stefan. You're welcome. We gave you a, a win. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Celtics, Celtics game. Oh, was baby. awesome. That was a fun game. Um, I know the Celtics record is not great, but they, they are good, and they should be a lot better. They, they, have, they have talent, and they can freaking play. Um, Jalen Brown is is next level. He's going to be an all star for years to come. He is he's incredible. Um, but Jazz freaking tore it up. I, it was fun to watch, and I like that the Jazz fought back fourth quarter. Uh, you know, I I don't. Whenever we're down by that, it was similar to the to the Warriors game where we were trailing a lot of the game. But I wasn't worried. You know, I still feel like we can come back second half, and we did. I mean, we had a serious talk. Must have been the locker room. Must have been good. We weren't shooting well first half at all. We our buckets weren't dropping. Field goal wise, I mean, Boston was shooting forty nine percent. We were only forty seven, and we were able to really put them away only because of our three point shooting, where we were thirty four percent, or they were thirty four percent, and we were forty four percent. So they made ten, and we made nineteen threes. That's the only way that kept us in the game. Yeah, we, it was kind of back to what we should be doing, right? Getting open looks and knocking down threes, and that's our DNA. And then letting Rudy just manhandle the defensive end. Oh, Rudy broke a record, right? Twenty-eight rebounds. Yeah, that's his. That's his career high, dude. That's insane. Twenty-eight dude, rebounds. How many minutes are in a game? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Dude, bro's getting rebounds like every forty-five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> he he's so good. Um. You saw Doc Rivers, the 76ers coach, saying how Ben Simmons is the best defender in the league, saying he swallows up guys. And you don't, you must not watch Rudy. What a joke. Because Rudy is unreal. He changes the game. As soon as Rudy goes out, you see their eyes get big and they get excited and they attack the rim every time. Right to the paint every single time. Poor Favors just gets assaulted as soon as he checks in. I know. That's another struggle we've had lately is, is favors. What what more do you want from him? Um, I don't know if it's just him, like his personality or his demeanor, but there are a lot of times. He played better against the Celtics. I'll give him that. There's a lot Fair of times enough. where it looks like he just doesn't care. You see the right. energy that Rudy provides. He runs the floor really well. Right. He loves stopping people in the paint you don't see it out of favors and I, it's not fair to compare him to rudy right is right. how good he is but you just don't see the the fire you don't see the energy that that rudy brings out of favors the passion for a little sure. more of that would be nice yeah we need to inject a little bit of jay crowder's blood <laughs> into <laughs> favors to get him going if okay so if you look at field goals three pointers free throws assists total rebounds offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds the celtics beat us on all of them, except for three-pointers. Interesting. So they won us some field goals, free throw percentage. Or no, they made three out of four. No, we got them on three throws. So the the free throws and the three-pointers. And listen, the Celtics were complaining that we got so many uh, shots at the line, and they only had four the whole game. We had 24 foul shots, and they had four for the whole game. Do you think that is an official's thing? Or is that partly uh, style? Some, some of it has to be officials, but I also think the Gobert factor. People don't want to go in the paint. How many blocks did Gobert have in that game? He had four, four blocks in that game, and they were embarrassing. I mean, they make you want to go sit on the bench and put a towel over your head and call it a game. I I don't want to go in the post. 
I run in there, I run it back out. Well, that's what they do. And so that's why they're not getting fouls. Most of their fouls were shooting shooting fouls out on the three-point line or in the post. Or yeah. Like Jay shots, you know? And how many more blocks would he have if guys it, dared shoot on him more, you know? Oh, man. They see him, they get in the paint, and they turn right back around. And, I agree. And I think the other thing about the fouls is you watch Boston's game and you see a lot of mid-range stuff. I mean, they shot 29 threes still, but you see a lot of more mid-range than you do with normal teams. You watch the Jazz, and we shoot threes, and we dunk and layups. And like, there's right, no in-between right. ever. Right, and the only time we do is when they start figuring out that pick and roll, and Conley will do a little floater, yep. or Mitchell will just be like, okay, they're hanging way back for the, to block the three or defend the, the, the pass to the paint. I'll just stop right here and shoot a J at the foul line and – not not a, not an effective spot. He shoots it pretty well there. Yeah, yeah. He might be the exception to that, but you got to let him take it. But you don't see fouls called very often outside of the paint, right? And so when you're attacking, and I think that's also why our we got killed by on points in the paint, which is interesting. But um, I think we're so aggressive at getting there that most of those points that we lacked were at the free throw line. So when you add up free throws and points in the paint. That's really your points in the paint. You right. Know? It's, it's the same thing. Right. And, and we're a very efficient defensive team. So yes. one thing Quinn uh, just really hits hard is clean defense. Good, clean defense. And if you're playing defense right, you're not fouling. And that's how Quinn runs his D. So like Bowler Jack said, the D and the three. Yeah. That's what makes the Jazz so effective. Yeah. We're good at our D, and we're knocking down the threes. Did you hear what D. Wade said about uh, yeah, Jordan I did. Clarkson? I love it. Go on, tell us, tell us. <laughs> oh man, D Wade, I think he's a jazz fan closet style, dude. He loves us. Especially when Shaq's next to it because Shaq <laughs> rags on us all the time. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, I think you should be starting. What he's just trying to cause ripples <laughs> in the jazz like listen, the jazz have no ego. The only thing that we're looking for is a team championship. I mean, that's just dope. Anyway, D Wade was like, Hey, when I die and come back on earth, I want to be Jordan Clarkson. That's so awesome. Just so much swag on and off the court. I've seen so many pictures of Jordan Clarkson in all his Gucci outfits with D-Wade's face posted right on top. (laughs) It's hilarious. He's a fan. He is a real fan. And how about JC? Been killing it. (sighs) Love the guy. I mean, I know he shoots it a ton. Like He he touches the ball and the shot's going up and you know it immediately. No conscious. He's so consistent on on his ability too and and the way he can get into that pain area and and some of his shot selection it's not poor he doesn't take bad shots right, very often no, you gotta be happy yeah he creates the space and and he keeps the dribble alive really really well yeah i, I want to see quinn put him in more on the close games uh clutch time okay yes because even if he's not the player that he's using to make the the shot, by golly, they're going to defend him. Yeah. Okay, and that's going to free up whoever is. If it's Mitchell, if it's Gobert, if it's Joe Ingles, I think you take out Royce and you put in J- JC. Yeah. If you're trying to make the points. I think Clarkson and Ingles deserve a lot of times to close out games Yeah, instead absolutely. of maybe a Bogdanovich or a Royce. Right. Um, Ingles was, was awesome last dude, night. Ingles has been solid, dude. Yeah. He's the best math teacher in all of the grocery bag guy in all of the NBA. Freaking but he's just up. he's just doing his job, you know. He right. gets his twenty five minutes a game because of his old legs. Who was talking about his old legs? I don't. Somebody oh, Clarkson. No. <laughs> was it? But he gets his minutes and he and he 
and he does what he needs to do. You know, he runs that pick and roll with the bench unit with favors a little bit. He's knocking down shots. He's just freaking playing. Right. He's not having 30 every, every night ever, but he just does his job and he's he's just he's Joe, man. And he harasses other players, so I mean, he's given us everything we want. I just read this that Mike Conley actually will be out for the Washington game. Um this is due to uh, hamstring injury management. Okay. Okay. So the Washington, we can win that game. Um, we can give him a rest because we got to be smart. Okay. Mike Conley's been in the NBA for 14 years. Okay. Ooh. I, I mean, he's he's not a, a chick. He's not a fresh chick. He's got some legs on him. He's got to manage his health. And there's no way that he's been shooting so well behind the arc. We have to have him 100% for the playoffs. So to Dibby and Dally him in and out. To manage that hamstring, I'm okay. I'm this okay is this is the same injury earlier, right? This is not a new injury. No, it's the same one. Good. All they're doing is uh, analyzing the fact that he felt a little bit of tightness in it or whatever it was, and they're saying we're not going to let it get as far as serious as we did last time. We're going to manage it better. And it's the start of a back-to-back. We play Thursday, Friday this week, and if you look at the schedule, Washington I, I think is a is a manageable game without Conley. And we come back the next night and play the Raptors, who and, are a much better team. And they announced that he will play in the Raptors game. Good. So, so they're literally saying, well, let's set him out for Washington. Because <laughs> that's in the bag. <laughs> how, how does Washington feel about that? <laughs> hey, we're going to take our uh, point guard and, and uh, let him have a family vacation. We'll, we'll let him rest this game because we'll, let's be up. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a slap in the face. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That'll be good. I expect us to win those two games for sure. Yeah. Um, it will. How's the road trip looking? Who do we have up? You know what? Where this is our, th- this will be our third and fourth game of the road trip out of five. So we go Washington, Toronto, okay, okay. who who is in Florida, I think still. They're playing in Florida. Yeah, because because Canada's rules, whatever. And then we go to Chicago and play the Bulls to finish out the road trip. And then we're home for a little while. So right. that'll be good. All right, and then we'll be. So I think it's time for you to tell them about our surprise podcast. So when we come home, um, we play Wednesday against the Nets. Who who are currently ranked number one in the power rankings? Yeah, I mean, and they've they're... been they've been torching teams, and and I don't know if Durant will be back by then, but they're winning without Durant too. Name all the the stars they have. Uh, Kevin Durant, who is Bombed former in. MVP, right. amazing. James Harden <laughs> got traded there. Former MVP. We literally amazing. guard him from behind. He had thirty six or thirty eight tonight against Indiana. Shut up. And Kyrie Irving, who is a magician. Yeah. He should be burned for witchcraft, <laughs> <laughs> the way he dribbles that ball. <laughs> so Wednesday will be a game. We're at home. In Utah, baby. In Utah, and Tyson and I will be there. At the game. At the game. And you'll see us for sure because we're going to be recording our podcast outside with you folks at the Vivint Arena. That's right. Our first on-site recording before the game. So it'll be kind of a pregame show. It'll yeah. be cool. Yeah. I mean, the Jazz have been trying to get us to do this forever, and we finally <laughs> complied. So I'm excited. Find You should look for us. Come out. If you if you know who we are, you're going to be on the podcast. We're going to drag you Definitely. over. We're going to put a mic in front of you. Definitely. It's going to be so fun. So if you're going to the game or if you're just downtown Salt Lake looking for time to kill, walk around the arena an hour before the game and see if you can find us. We'll be recording. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm super excited about yeah, it. It'll, it'll be like nothing we've done before. 
Uh, but I have no doubts that it's going to be. I mean, just being that close to the Avivant Arena, I'm going to be excited. Yeah, you think Tyson's energetic and 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 passionate now? Just wait till he's on jazz grounds. Right. I literally let my hair down. <laughs> <laughs> and that that'll probably about do it for us, everybody. Um, yeah, stay tuned for our next two episodes. They're going to be big episodes for us. Um, Tony Jones live at the arena, baby. Yep, look out for it next week. Thanks for listening again. Gosh, Craig Bowler Jack. Again, Can't stop ha- thinking about it. If you haven't heard it, rewind. Go play it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. You've been listening to Jazz Beats. You guys are amazing. I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. You're welcome. <laughs>